everyone and welcome back to the She Can, She Did podcast and this bonus series focused solely on the theme We Can, We Will. Whether this coronavirus storm as business owners that is. If we haven't had the chance to chat yet, hello, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did slash the one asking the questions throughout this chat. Where do I start with how much respect I have for today's guest? If you have been following She Can, She Did from the beginning, you'll know that Rosie Davies-Smith was one of the first female founders I interviewed back in August 2017, when I first launched She Can, She Did and used to type these chats up word for word and publish them each week. I interviewed her again this time last year when I launched the She Can, She Did podcast. In fact, I interviewed her twice that night because I forgot to press record for the first time. Smooth as ever, Fee. And on Monday afternoon, I sat down to chat with Rosie again, but this time via Zoom given the current lockdown. If the effects of the coronavirus have reinforced anything for me, it's that resilience and grit are key if you're going to survive in business. And over the past few weeks, even though I already knew she possessed those qualities in abundance, Rosie has proved herself to be one of the strongest women I know. As the founder of two PR-based businesses, LFA and PR Dispatch, I'll leave Rosie to explain the difference between the two in just a second. In the space of just three days last month, Rosie lost 80% of her clients at LFA. Now that stat sits at 90%, and in her own words, within days, was forced into business survival mode. Having become a mum for the first time seven weeks ago too, a period that alone is often cited as one of the most overwhelming periods in many women's lives, and the manager of two teams on top of that too, this is how the past few weeks have played out for Rosie, and what survival mode has looked and felt like for her behind the scenes. Right, Rosie, I mean... You are, um, as we were just saying, uh, seven weeks into being a new mummy for the first time. And I think it's fair to say that that alone in itself is just such a overwhelming time for first time mums. But you have two businesses, a team, and I've had to weather what can only be described as like an absolute shitstorm for business owners over the past few weeks. So what impact has the coronavirus had on both LFA and PR Dispatch? And how has that played out over the course of the past few weeks? Um, so, wow. Um, <laughs> so LFA, um, which is the PR agency business, we it got to kind of mid-March. And I think within three days, we'd had maybe 80% of our contracts cancelled. Um, most of them were the months notice but some of them not even being able to afford kind of that month so pausing and coming back at a later date that's now at 90 percent so that's kind of 90 percent of our revenue absolutely gone and PR dispatch we had 130 members when COVID kind of started we've now got 150 but um that We've lost quite a few. We also registered for VAT with PR Dispatch on the 1st of April. So that was not good. <laughs> that was the worst thing that could have happened. Oh, sorry, everyone. We're going to charge you an extra 20% and everyone's losing their money. But PR Dispatch has been good because lots of brands have had to cut their PR agencies. And um, yeah, they, they've kind of cut the cost of PR. So PR Dispatch has come into its own, if you like. I have had to make someone redundant, which has been awful. Um, and I cut the office 
I don't know what I'm going to do about that because they've now frozen our kind of office fees. So I'll, I'll revisit that at a later date, but I handed in my notice there. Um, and I've had to pivot the whole team of LFA over to a whole new business that they know very little about, or like little, little about like the, I mean, they know what it does, but like the operations and it's a completely different business model from LFA. So that's kind of where we're up to. <laughs> just because, I mean, I'm obviously aware, but for listeners, can you just um, explain the breakdown of the two yes. in terms of like, and, and the costs and all of that kind of thing? So LFA is a PR agency, costs start at £1,500 a month. Um, we normally have 12 to 15 brands on retainer. We're now down to three. They're with us for at least six months and clients who left me had been with me for eight years. So I think I found it quite emotionally hard. PR Dispatch is a completely separate company. It is a subscription business. It's £59 a month. And brands subscribe and do their own PR under our guidance. And we give them everything they need to do their own PR. So that's the difference um, between the two. And I don't want to go with sales pitch on the listeners, but it's a bloody good idea, right? For any small business <laughs> I mean, you need to check it out, right? Please check it out. No, not just because I'm desperate. Um, it, it's very useful. It's a very useful tool for small product businesses and the members. I think even at this time, actually more at this time, they're finding it incredibly valuable because PR is relevant, more relevant now than ever. Mm, absolutely, and it's just one of those. Um, you know, it's you're, you're not the first founder of a PR and a marketing agency that I've spoken to when it is that like horrible truth it is always one of the first costs to be cut isn't it so let's kind of delve into that because before we kind of get to I know that you're you've adapted like you said but how did that play out mentally in terms of when you lost 80% now 90% of the LFA customers clients how yeah how did that genuinely like play out emotionally do you know what I mean for you (laughs) Yeah. And like, how did you prioritise? You've obviously said like, you know, you had to cut the office and stuff, but how did you prioritise what needs to be done and when to make the switch over? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So I think mentally for me, I think because I was in my third week of newborn baby as well, it was hard to distinguish what was lack of sleep and obviously all the hormones that come with having a baby um, and what was us losing all our revenue. So there were, I'm not going to lie, you know me, I normally am not a crier. There were lots of tears. Um, There were lots of tears about the decisions that had to be made um, and kind of what roles were now relevant in the business. I I try and look at things really kind of... um, with a level head and not emotionally. And so for me, it was, okay, I've got two businesses and I need to think about them as one because we are now 90% down on revenue in one business and just about kind of keeping our feet on the floor with the other one. So it's now one revenue, not two. What are the necessary costs and what what roles need to be fulfilled across both businesses? And that's that's kind of the logical thinking I started to think about. And then I kind of just split out everyone's skills and how they'd kind of fall into place across because LFA does still have three clients. Oh, those three. <laughs> and, um, I'm so grateful to them. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I need to think about, um, you know, when this is all over, how are we going to rebuild? Who's going to be doing the new business? Like everyone knows Cecilia does all our new business. So for me, like, you know, I have to keep Cecilia because she's going to be bringing in that revenue when it's all over. It's just very logical thinking about, yes, we've got this time period to get through, but then how are we going to rebuild ourselves afterwards? And obviously not naming names, but what were the roles that 
in at this time you felt weren't necessarily that you could like I guess you couldn't prioritize to kind of keep on it, it was full-time role at one company I needed it to be part-time roles across both um so I can charge one company for the hours of the other company um you know both team the team have always kind of little bit worked across both but now it's got to be a real kind of split mm-hmm. one thing I have increased is our sales hours so I have a freelance person that does um, new business sales for PR dispatch I've increased her hours and I've increased our digital marketing spend I must have lost the plot I don't know what I'm thinking um, but I was like if we if we are going to funnel if we are going to funnel customers to PR dispatch if I'm going to be You'll know I've been doing a workshop a day since this all kicked off online. If I'm going to be doing that many workshops, we're going to be writing this many articles. I'm going to be really pushing PR Dispatch. We need someone that's going to show them around the platform and get them on board. So I increase sales and I increase digital marketing to to kind of keep to kind of keep the funnel going. And I kept uh, my virtual assistant because um, I can't even tell you the logistical nightmares of ten. 15 contracts being cancelled and people cancelling direct debits. So I kept my virtual assistant because I don't want to be dealing with that at the moment. So they, that's where I've kind of put the money to. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I mean, I have obviously noticed how active you've been um, and genuinely like all the different initiatives. I saw that you've opened up workshops for free to support small businesses. And I think like hats off to you, Rosie, because obviously taking that hit from a revenue perspective and then opening things up for free just kind of to me goes to show your values as a business owner and I just yeah I I can't I honestly can't imagine how tough it's been looking ahead then because I obviously I I have no doubt that out of everyone like you'll find a way to get through this like I said to you I think the other day but you know how how are you given given everything that has gone on um I know that there'll be founders listening to this that obviously also have teams to look after that set of circumstances that you've had to push through is is has probably rocked kind of morale right you know it's not it's not a comfortable place to be how have you gone about um communicating with the team and just trying to kind of I suppose support them and keep morale up that is literally my biggest concern um so obviously cash flow (laughs) <laughs> is a massive concern for every business at this um stage but my team their mental well-being and what this is doing to them keeps it does keep me up at night i've just been completely honest i think i like i've held my hands up and said you know i've never been thrown into a situation like this this is my plan um if this happens this is what might happen. So we've talked about the potential of furloughing roles at some point. We've talked about the potential of part-time. That might be something that some people have to do because we just don't know how long this is going to last. But I've been completely, completely honest and said, you know, my main my main priority is your well-being and keeping you guys in jobs as long as I possibly possibly can and these are these are the steps that I'm putting in place and this is how much revenue we have from LFA and this is how much revenue we have from PR Dispatch and this is how much we're losing every month and this is how many many months I can lose it for and then at that point then I need to think right okay I'm gonna have to make some changes to the outgoings and it's honest just complete honesty I am trying to like I put Jasmine in charge of um social social um 
social tasks. <laughs> so she's come up with a list of things that we can do at lunchtime. I sent everyone a bottle of gin because I just thought it'd be nice. Gin always helps, Rosie. I feel like when in doubt, down it. <laughs> everything better so I sent them all a bottle of gin so we can have drinks together um and just keeping in constant contact with them I think is really really important at this time and keeping them up to date where my where my head is at and where the business is at and obviously you said there that you're looking after you're very concerned about their mental well-being how are you making sure you're looking after yourself throughout all of this as well obviously I know that you know Nick's probably is Nick at home with you I'm guessing yeah, so yeah. won't be going yeah yeah so how you know <laughs> you <laughs> no I, I actually feel surprisingly okay you know I, I feel like we've got I feel like we're in a much better position than most businesses because we made the decision to start PR Dispatch. So I do have that other stream of revenue and something to focus on. If it was just LFA, I'd be feeling, I think, really low. But I've got something else to focus on and something to grow and something that's relevant. So I feel very lucky. Nick is cooking me three meals a day, <laughs> which is really, really helping because it's keeping me well. Um, he, We share kind of the baby, well, during the day. Sometimes I have a problem about 70%. He has about 30%, but he's very good at like taking her out in the mornings at like 6am so I can have like another hour's sleep. And I'm trying to switch off at the weekends because I think I at least need one day. I am working one day at the weekends, but just one day to completely switch my mind off, focus on Sloan and just enjoy the day. Um, so I guess that's keeping me sane. Yeah, no, no, but honestly, like, I just think, yeah, I, I just can't respect you any, like more. It's crazy. Um, I think your story, though, we all know that you know that there will be an end point to this. Like, life is going to move on. You know, we'll, yeah. we will be able to leave our houses at some point, and business will, you know, the economy will pick up eventually, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think your story has only reinforced to me how important those revenue streams are multiple revenue streams because like you said you know thank god for PR dispatch and it has it will come into its own so (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay if you could offer any advice then to business owners right now what would you say to them um see this up as, as an opportunity if you can rather than kind of Debt, debt, something that's debt, going to be detrimental to your business, and use this time to invest in. If if your kind of if your product or service is completely irrelevant at this time, like LFAs is, use this time to invest in yourself or in your business. So things like doing PR, doing marketing, improving the website, rewriting copy. It sounds really basic, but I just think you know we're never going to have this downtime again probably in our lifetime. If you do have a business that's still kind of active and going and growing potentially, I think um, offering something extra to your customers at this time goes a long way. We've done free one-on-ones. I wanted to keep our retention on PR Dispatch and I know how hard this is hitting all our small businesses. And I wanted to keep, well, obviously I wanted to keep them for the foreseeable future and I wanted them to feel supported. So we're doing free one-on-ones for all our members in April and May. Um, and just adding that extra bit of, bit of value, I think is is keeping kind of keeping the members signed up and keeping them engaged with the product. So if you can offer something more, do it. 
how how supportive um how supportive how um honest and open have you been with your customers on PR dispatch because then you know we're not like stupid in terms of every small businesses are your customers we we kind of all are in that like sharing is caring honest this is the actual realities of running a business kind of stuff they obviously know your circumstances mm. you know what's your advice I suppose how have you gone about sharing the realities of what you're facing with them knowing that there's that like professional boundary as well yeah I've been completely honest <laughs> um so honest um <laughs> I put it on our Instagram that we'd lost on on PR dispatches Instagram that we'd lost 90% of LFA's revenue I did it because I think it's important for them to understand that I'm just human too and I'm just like them and I'm going through what they're going through as well but I also wanted them to see it as an opportunity now if we've had 12 brands cut us cut our services they're not reaching out to the press these small businesses for the first time ever, have the power to do do their PR and overtake the brands that did have PR agencies. So um, I was completely honest because I want them to realise that now is absolutely their time and they're not in this alone. More than happy to tell the world about the fair. <laughs> you are an open book. <laughs> <laughs> I love that and obviously um you know you mentioned a few minutes ago that some of the clients that you've lost you've been with for eight years and I know how close you were to your like clients when it comes to that those kind of conversations that have to be had what's your advice for dealing with them because I think a lot of us will have to have conversations like that be it from the coronavirus or once we're through this and just general running a business chucks so many hurdles your way do you have any advice or um, ways that you've gone about trying to not take it personally? I There's two that I found really, really hard. One of them was Loie, who's been with me. Well, I started as her intern 10 years ago. She's been with me forever, since before I even started the agency. And when I saw her name pop up on my screen, I just, I just knew. And the only thing I can advise is... You know, I was understanding, like, it, I totally get it. And she's got two retail stores that are now closed. And I, to I totally, totally understand. The other one was um, Matthew Calvin, um, who is still with us. And um, he's also um, my best friend. My client first and then became my best friend. And I, he knew that we'd lost most of our business. And I said, I, I actually said to him, if you want to go, go I was like don't feel you're staying just for me I was like if you if, if do the right thing for your business and he and he actually said no no I, I obviously we don't know how long this is going to go on but I want to stay so I think in, and it really hurt because I had to be that bigger person that brought up this conversation to say take away my revenue if you have to yeah <laughs> go on take <laughs> leave me out how you're dry <laughs> you're one of my only remaining clients but if you want to go just go um but it took me to be the bigger person to, to kind of bring up the comment because two best friends, it's really awkward. But um, luckily he stayed. So just, I think, take a really deep breath. And yeah, you just need to think about other people in the situation as well, which is hard when all, we all want to keep our revenue um, and just have honest conversations with people. Yeah, I love that. No, that's amazing. Okay, Rosie, once you are out the other side of this, PR Dispatch is thriving, LFA picks up again. How are you going to reward yourself and your team once you're out the other side? I've written get a babysitter for the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you deserve a date night so badly. Oh my God. I love her. 
but please give me an hour away from her. Um, no, um, I, you know what? We're really simple beings. I think we'll go and have a really great night in Frank's at Peckham Levels, above our office or above our old office, who knows? And we'll just all get together and really go and enjoy that probably with some karaoke afterwards. Really simple, but you know, it's the simple things that people are missing. Absolutely. I love that so much. Thank you so much. Honestly, you know how much I um, admire you and yeah, I just, hats off. Oh, thank you. This has been my, I've been saying to Nick, this has been my therapy. I've been really looking forward to this. I was like, I'm going to get everything out with feet and then (laughs) then to me. (laughs) And then the world's going to be great again and I'm going to jump back on it and we're going to be great. thank you so so much for listening to that episode it genuinely means so much to me and I really really do appreciate it especially given how busy everyone is right now if you found this episode to be useful in some way shape or form it would genuinely mean so much to me if you could please rate review and subscribe to the she can she did podcast and share these episodes with any of your fellow friends in business or just in friends in general to be honest to give this series a little boost between you and me rumor has it those numbers help when talking to potential sponsors and don't know about you but I could really use one of those right now (laughs) if you are new to the she can she did podcast and fancy listening to some motivational stories from some pretty incredible female founders to get you through the next few weeks too please feel free to rummage through series one and two of the podcast as well there's some pretty amazing women and stories hiding in there have a great day girls keep going and please do tune in tomorrow